Happy Hue is a wellness philosophy aiming to inspire a deep self-exploration towards an optimal life. I deliver thought-provoking content and experiences anchored in the ideas of neuroplasticity and Carol Dweck's idea of a growth mindset. My method focuses on the brain, the mind, the body, and the soul to empower you to discover your own approach to health and well-being. For those who don't know me, my name is Tasha. By training, I am a group instructor and nutrition coach who's worked at some of Singapore's leading boutique fitness brands like F45, House Athletics, Absolute Cycle, and currently at Barry's Singapore. Graduating with a bachelor's in philosophy, I have never been able to separate myself from a need to answer life's big questions. Entering the wellness industry in 2015, I became aware of how challenging it is to investigate what's required to optimize our well-being in and beyond physical health. The Happy Hue is a culmination of my passions towards understanding what real wellness means. To find out more, go to www.thehappyhue.com. Let me be your guide in exploring practical philosophies around uncovering your truest potential. All right, what's up? Thank you for listening to my podcast. And this week's episode, I'm going to take a little bit of a turn here. So as you know, if you're in Singapore, we are just going through another semi-lockdown here. So... I wanted to make my episodes much more relevant to what's going on in the world. And I thought, as also because someone submitted a question onto my website, I felt that it was a very appropriate subject matter to address. So this episode will talk about what the difference between motivation and discipline is to me. And I will also talk about how to stay motivated and disciplined in the current conditions that we all live in. I'm aware that not all of you listening to the podcast is living in Singapore. So I'm going to address it in a general sense. And because everyone right now is definitely living out a very different reality, depending on which city you're at. I hope that everything that I say in this episode will be relevant to you somehow. So let's talk about motivation and discipline what I'm going to go through is I'm going to go through definitions of it and I'll have some commentary on each and then I'll go through some personal perspectives on both motivation and discipline before I go and share my tips and tricks for it. So first of all, Cambridge Dictionary defines motivation as enthusiasm for doing something or the need or reason for doing something or the willingness to do something, or something that causes such willingness. I like this definition because it highlights the attitude, personal will, and the why, which I think are three very important parts to motivation. Especially this, the last definition where it talks about something that causes such willingness. I think that's a very, very accurate description of what motivation is because when you think about motivation, it's just that, right? It's It causes you this will to do something or to want to do something. It's very personal, I would say, because what motivates me might not motivate you. So 
And the second element that I think is really important, or I should say this is probably the most important part about motivation, is understanding the why. Because without the why, there is no will. Without a will, there is no motivation. So the will and the why is essentially the essence of what motivation is. But let's dig even deeper. Dictionary.com defines motivation as the act or an instance of providing a reason to act in a certain way. Or the state or condition of having a strong reason to act or accomplish something. This is... This is really compelling, right? If you think about it, different to the first definition, the second definition by dictionary.com talks about how it is the act or instance of providing a reason. So you're providing yourself a reason. And this again goes back to that why and understanding your reasoning behind your motivation. And it also, what I like about this definition it focuses on the state or condition of having a strong reason. I think that's really important to highlight here, the state or condition. Because I think when we're in a motivated state, sometimes it's easy to think that it's all in our head or it's all in our mental framework. It's all about mindset. But like with most things in our lives and in our behavior, it's really interconnected to our bodies because at the end of the day, our brain is the control center in which connects to the rest of the body via gazillions of neurons. And so what I mean by that is that everything we think about tends to also have a physiological change in our body because that's just how our body works. If there's an emotional response, there tends to be some kind of physiological response in our bodies as well because like the butterflies that you feel when you're nervous, the rush of the beat of your heart when you're excited, or even that sinking feeling you feel through a heartbreak, these are things that you maybe start to experience in the mind and produces a physiological response or reaction, right? So everything in our bodies is connected. Brain, mind, body, soul is one. That's what I believe, at least. And why I think this definition is really compelling is not only does it focuses on the state or condition of having a strong reason, it also emphasizes on the accomplishment factor. So it's one thing to have a state or condition, like so being in a in a motivated mindset, but it's also the accomplishment that what is what drives us. So if there's no goal, there tends to be no reason, there's no target, then perhaps it will probably be really hard to create motivation or incite motivation. So I think motivation is really integrated into the will, sorry, the why, the reason, and the will because through those three things, then you will be able to create the sense of state or condition of pushing yourself forward, of driving yourself forward. And again, all of that is really related that maybe even if it starts in the mind, it starts with a thought, it will start to ripple into the actions, the physiological reactions in your life. So this is why Knowing the reason and the why behind your own motivations are super, super important. And again, like I said in the beginning, what motivates me might not motivate you. So it's important not to just copy what you think 
works for other people. It's important to be self-reflective and understand your own reasoning and your own motivations for why you do what you do or why you're going for what you're going. Because if you're just copying um, someone else's reasoning or someone else's why, then you're not going to feel it, feel so compelled to do what you're doing. And this is where discipline comes in. Cambridge Dictionary defines discipline as training that makes people more willing to obey or more able to control themselves, often in the form of rules and punishments if these are broken. Or discipline is the behavior produced by this training. Or it's the ability to control yourself or other people even in difficult situations. These are really interesting perspectives on the definitions of discipline because the spotlight is really around obedience, control, and in a way, it really talks about the requirements for restrictions and limitations. I think discipline is much more difficult than motivation because while both are connected to personal will, I think discipline requires more from us because as individuals, when discipline is required, it is likely something that we're not as enthusiastic about doing. So while motivation is something we're optimistic about, enthusiastic about, discipline tends to come into play when it's something that you don't really want to do, but you have to do it or you need to do it to reach somewhere you want to go, you know? So it requires kind of an added drive. And this is where what discipline is. And the reason and the why is just as important, if not more important for discipline, because, again, it's not something that you're enthusiastically participating in, let's say. But the difference is that discipline is what keeps us doing the things that you might not want to do while there's more natural optimism when you're in a motivated state. And discipline doesn't mean that you're always motivated, right? Discipline by the fact that discipline is required, motivation might be lacking. And that's why I also really like this definition because it really highlights the ability to control yourself. Because ultimately, I do believe that discipline is about self-control. It's not only about, you know, finding your why and then acting. It's really about self-control and self-awareness to what you can push yourself into and what limitations you're able to put on yourself. And this is why discipline is tremendously difficult for a lot of us. And some some of us will be better at certain types of discipline than others. But I think, again, at the end of the day, discipline is more about knowing your why and the reason behind all of what you're pursuing. So let's go into the next definition, which is dictionary.com defines discipline as training to act in accordance with rules or an activity exercise or regimen that develops or improves a skill. Now, what I like about this definition, again, it centers about around the rules, but it goes even further to define that what discipline is, is about regimented development. When you think about discipline, you think, at least I think about, there needs to be some kind of system. There needs some needs to be some kind of method to my discipline. Because to me, discipline is 
about again self-control but it's really about understanding your own parameters around whatever you're trying to discipline yourself through so without a goal to achieve discipline won't be required because really when discipline is enforced discipline it, sorry discipline is enforced only when there's something meaningful you're working towards something worthwhile you're working towards there needs to be that motivation factor but there's also beyond motivation there also needs to be something else that's driving you because on the days where you're not motivated and trust me there are plenty of days because we're all human where you're not motivated that's the there's this other factor of discipline that you need to kind of put into gear so the interplay between motivation and discipline is that although motivation can be the catalyst to a certain pursuit, motivation will not necessarily last without discipline. And I think I neither cannot happen without knowing the reason and the why behind the journey you choose to embark on through this motivation and discipline. Now I want to start to talk about a real world example in my life about where moments of true motivation and discipline was really required in my life. And it's actually um, the my journey to becoming the instructor that I am today. Fun fact is while most people I think now think that I am a confident human being, I was never always like this. I was always the kid that had so many insecurities growing up. I was always the kid that, you know, was really, really shy. I think even as an, an, in adult life, some people who meet me for the first time say that I'm quite distant or cold or I, I appear at least to be so because the truth is in my head I'm really shy <laughs> so for me to warm up to someone and approach you and say hello or start to talk to you that requires actually that takes a lot of discipline for me because it requires me to bring another part of me that it doesn't come natural it's it's more if I if I'm talking to some, a stranger um, or if I approach someone in my head it takes multiple chats in my head like you know I will talk to myself like you do you can do this you're fine it's it's gonna be fine just talk to this person they're not gonna bite you it's fine and I have to go through multiple rounds of this before I actually act and talk to the whoever I'm trying to talk to because in my head I'm so nervous and shy even now, talking about it, I'm actually getting goosebumps. That's how nervous and shy of a person I actually truly am. But it's just that over the years, and because, you know, my method is always about neuroplasticity, is about growth mindset from Carol Dweck, I believe that you can always change your behaviors through training and, and, and yeah, upskilling and training. So I was never a confident person. I trained myself to be a confident person through my motivation to be the instructor that I want to be and the um, discipline that it took to to push myself to uncomfortable areas of my life. So to be honest, 
when I was going through instructor training at Absolute Cycle, my biggest issue was actually stage fright. And this is definitely a topic for another time, how to overcome stage fright. But just think about it for a moment there. For those of you who have been in my classes or for those of you who see me online, talking to the camera, even in this podcast, I may sound confident. This is really a, a trained skill, okay? It's not something that I was born with. It's something that I worked towards over the years. And it really did take a lot of motivation and discipline. You see, I had a dream. For me, my um, instructor journey started with a dream of that first class I took in SoulCycle. I remember in 2012, I sat at the back of the class. I took a spin class, a rhythm cycling class in SoulCycle in LA. And as I was taking that class, I remember I said to myself, I don't know how or when, but I'm going to be that person in front of on the podium. I want to be an instructor somehow in my life. And I didn't know how or when, but I just wanted to be it. And that, that was just in the back of my mind. That was 2012. And the first time I became an instructor was in 2017 at F45. And I remember that I had a vision of the kind of instructor I wanted to be, but I knew that I wasn't there yet. When I stood in front of people at F45, oh my gosh. See, even talking about it now, I get goosebumps because I remember the fear. I remember how scared I was. And I was able to take deep breaths and start um, and kind of shelter my stutter by being very confident in my exercise knowledge. So I think it helped that I was always very athletic. So I knew that I knew and I was also a certified instructor. So I knew I knew I, I know what I was talking about. I knew I know how to do the movement. So that gave me some confidence in becoming an instructor. But in terms of public speaking, oh my gosh, how scared I was standing in front of a lot of people. And it took a lot of practice. And my motivation really was my dream. Because my dream was always to be a group instructor. My dream was always to create mini meaningful impact in the world. Uh, my dream is always to add value in the work that I do. So being an instructor for me made sense. And my motivation was just to be the best that I can be, to be the best for my companies that I work for, to be the best instructor that whatever class that I was teaching allowed me to be. And from F45, that started to get me in front of people and started to get more comfortable. But then when I switched to become a spin instructor at absolute that was a whole other thing because to be a spin instructor i think a lot of people can see it's super fun but i think what most don't realize unless you've gone through it is it's a lot harder than people think not only do you have to be a strong instructor physically have the stamina and endurance to ride the classes and to talk through the classes, you also have to have the confidence in yourself to be able to deliver well and to be able to be comfortable in your own skin to 
bring out your own personality in the classes that you teach. And that was the biggest lack that I had as an instructor in the beginning. I was so scared. I was so frightened. I had stage fright. I was always so nervous. My body language expressed my shyness. I was always second guessing my, what I said. I was second guessing my class, like my the music that I chose. I was second guessing the moves that I made in class. I was second guessing everything that I did basically. But through it all, I always had a vision of who I wanted to be. So that was my motivation. That was the drive. That was my why. That was the reason. And also on top of that, what made me really, really disciplined in pursuing my motivation is because I knew how much spinning, how much instructing and how much fitness or fitness instructors in LA changed my life. And I knew the potential of what I can do with my life at becoming as an instructor. So that was my discipline element. You know, sometimes I wasn't motivated because I was tired. Sometimes I was frustrated at myself. Why am I so shy? Why can't I improve? Why am I not doing any better? And here's a little secret. My uh, managers even told me that at one point, they weren't sure if I was really going to make it and continue as a good instructor. But there was a turning point in my life. Um, and I know Teresa, my old boss, would tell me that I took a break. I went on holiday with my family. And then when I came back, something clicked in my mind. And suddenly I became the instructor that I've always wanted. Or some, suddenly I became the vision that I've always wanted to be. And from there, I just kept elevating myself. But there was definitely a turning point. And again, my motivation was always to fulfill the vision that I had for myself. But also when I wasn't motivated, the discipline came in wanting to be the kind of instructor that inspired and to give to create value and add value to other people that, that you know this has always been my mission this is this is really why I do what I do because I know how much fitness has changed my life as on the receiving as a consumer and I want to give back in the same way I want to pay it forward in the same way <laughs> and that's where my discipline comes in so it's really such a journey for me to become the instructor that I am today because when I became an instructor at Barry's wow that required an, another elevated version of uh, becoming an instructor not only do I need to be confident in my delivery I need to be confident in my programming I need to be confident in managing two sides of the room at the same time I need to be confident in correcting people and watching the room there's so many elements to become an instructor and maybe that's um, you know another episode that I could do if you are interested in listening but that's I think the biggest factors you know when when I'm in that state when I'm in the state of being motivated I feel it in my heart I feel when I understand my why and my reason why I do what I do I I fully am engaged in in my end goal I'm fully I'm engaged in my purpose I'm fully engaged in in something bigger than just myself and I think that's why 
I have been able to continue to stay motivated and disciplined in being an instructor. And also, I think that also translates well to the athlete that I am today. And I do consider myself an athlete because um, I think I perform just as well as an athlete can. Um, so I think becoming the athlete that I am today took so much motivation and discipline. Discipline is a huge factor in becoming the athlete that I am today. Motivation in becoming the athlete that I am today, I think, was also, again, holding to that vision. You know, I had to believe that I could reach where I will, um, uh, where I am. I had to believe that I can continue to push myself in order to stay motivated. But on the days where I wake up and I feel like I don't want to work out or I don't want to do anything, I think about the discipline element where, why am I doing this? I'm benefiting myself. I am learning a new skill for myself. I am getting stronger and building confidence for myself. I am showing myself and the world what I can do and what the body can reach. That's part of my discipline um, is that that factor of realize, helping people realize where our body can go. Because before I accomplish the things that I've accomplished, I, I wanted to believe it, but I didn't believe it until I saw it. Although, because I really believe in the power of visualization, I told myself to believe that I can reach where I am right now and for where I'm at now to continue to push myself and elevate myself. Because now that I'm where, where I am today, I know that there's no ceiling to where we can take ourselves. There's, you know, Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos. I can't say his name correctly. Anyways, Richard Branson is my idol. He is my idol. And he just, he, he just shot himself to the moon. I'm sorry, he shot himself to space. He went to space. If you told, you know, told me 10 years ago that a businessman, an entrepreneur can take himself to the moon or sorry take himself to space that sounded like a crazy idea but now that it's happened dream big dream bigger guys dream big because there is honestly no ceiling to what we can do with our body with our lives the impact that we can create the change that we can create Everything that we want to do in our life is achievable if we really put our minds to it. And I think the biggest driver that that really needs to come into factor is the five tips that I'm about to share with you. So I think the five ways to be more motivated and disciplined is to be honest with yourself in why you do what you do. So I think what is a helpful method is to write an honest and authentic letter to yourself about all the reasons why you're pursuing what you want and what you're why you're pursuing what you are this letter is not to be read by anyone else but yourself it's meant to generate an honest conversation with yourself and then identify your why and remember to keep reminding yourself of them because without understanding your why intimately there's no such thing as motivation there's no such thing as discipline you need to understand the reasons that push you 
to the motivation and discipline. Find a greater, third, find a greater purpose and find something beyond yourself and find something beyond the superficiality of living for yourself. I think you can easily be motivated for your own goals. You can easily be disciplined for your own gains. But I think the greater type of motivation and discipline that really elevates your life is when you're doing something for other people or when you're doing something for a much greater purpose than yourself and for a greater purpose than just living through superficiality. For example, the reason why I work out, the reason why I'm so disciplined in my exercise regimen is not because I want to look good. I think looking good and feeling good is a bonus. It's a the icing on the cake, but it's not my number one driver. My, my number one driver, honestly, is to push myself so that I can gain more confidence in my own abilities so that I can show other people what's possible. And I think that's the biggest one. Being able to show people what's possible as a female and as a female athlete, no less, and an, as an Asian female athlete from Southeast Asia to break all of the taboos around being a strong female and to break all the taboos about lifting weights, to break all the taboos about being a fitness instructor, like that's 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 my motivation because I want to be able to to show all of us females and to show all of us in the world that it's possible to achieve your dreams. It's possible to be a strong female, um, and it's 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 empowering to say all of this honestly because these are the things that i i dreamt about five ten years ago and and it's amazing that i've been able to achieve what i've achieved and it it took a lot of work it took a lot of discipline and it took a lot of motivation but at the end of the day it's also because and this is my fourth tip i've always focused on harnessing servanthood i really want to live life to serve others to add value not only for my own desires, but for for the value of others. I want to pay it forward. I want to add value. And this is why it's really important to always surround yourself with positive people to keep yourself in a good state of mind. In a, because the energies that you surround yourself with will definitely impact you and your way to living. And the final tip that I have is to stay hopeful and optimistic because there's always the possibility of tomorrow even when things go don't things don't go well right now there's always time to be kind take it easy and realize that there's an opportunity to change the way that you behave tomorrow so in this really difficult time that we're living through take these five tips and realize that you are always in control of your life no matter what's happening around us you are always the driver at the wheel. And that is my message for today. Thank you for listening to this episode. My favorite part of each episode, I'll always ask a question to stimulate some introspection in you. And today's question is, beyond yourself, is there a greater motivation to the life you choose to live today?
I also want to share one more resource on my website, www.thehappyhue.com, where you can submit any questions you may have anonymously directly on my website at Submit to Ask the Hue. It's a column on wellness where I share my perspectives through questions and answers or send an email and that I'll be answering to the best of my knowledge and expertise. This is a resource that I wish I had when I first was starting out in my journey of health and wellness and fitness. I wish I can just ask someone. So I hope this helps you. I hope this helps the readers that reads the questions and answers. So go onto the website, check it out, submit your questions, and I will be there to answer it. By the way, I'd like to stay transparent in saying that nothing I talk about on my podcast should ever substitute as any medical advice. I am a certified coach, not a registered doctor, so the content of my episodes, although based on facts, are a reflection of my experiences as a fitness professional and of my own wellness journey. All the advice shared are meant to be as general advice and opinions. So if you're making any decisions that will impact your health, make sure to consult with a medical professional.